This is Wilson from Myth Read Dayton with your weekly Q Source topic, where we review a chapter of the Q Source while also hearing a classic episode of the 43 Feet podcast featuring Dread and Dark Helmet. This week's topic from the book is Foundation Point 3 Group, a voluntary combination of two or more people. In this Q point, Dredd explains, if it's not obvious, that man is a group-seeking animal. Now, there can be individuals who work alone, but they are the exception to the rule. Sure, there's Lone Wolf McQuaid, but the Lone Ranger has Tonto, Batman has Robin, and sure, there are individual exploits of superheroes, but together they make up the Justice League. Specific kind of group. Dredd's first main point Man is, by nature, a group-forming animal. A group is a voluntary combination of two or more people. There are three distinct types of groups that are relevant to the Q-source, communities, organizations, and teams. The specific reasons that lead people to combine and the manner in which they come together are both immaterial to this very broad definition. Nor are there any formational requirements to meet the definition of a group beyond the tacit agreement between the members to voluntarily combine. Group membership is never coercive. Some group types, like a corporation or county government, have complex formational requirements and structural barriers that make entry and departure more difficult, but that does not make them any more groupish than two men who simply start meeting for coffee every two weeks to talk about whatever is on their mind. Two or more people plus voluntary combination, that is all that is required to meet the definition of a group. Second, the three group types that must be led to advantage are the community, the organization, and the team. The first group type is the community, which is two or more people that voluntarily live in close proximity. A community is defined by the geographical proximity of its members not by immutable characteristics such as skin color or gender. Communities are concentric. A family is a community whose members live in the same house and in the closest possible proximity. A neighborhood is a community of families in which the members live in relatively close proximity. A cluster of neighborhoods form a town which is a community with its members living in more distant proximity. A collective of towns form a county, which is a more distal community, as is a state, nation, and ultimately the world. Leaders have the most impact upon the communities that are at the center of their proximity circle. Thus, a father is much more important to his family than is the governor of the state or the president of the nation. The second group type is the organization. An organization is two or more people that voluntarily combine for the accomplishment of an articulated purpose. Unlike communities, the members of an organization are defined by their shared mission, not their proximity. Thus, they need not all and generally do not live or work together. The final group type is the team, which is two or more people who combine to perform a specific mission for the benefit of a community or organization, or both. Teams may be formed at the direction of the governance of a community or organization, but they often rise organically under the leadership of a member who identifies a problem and sets out to solve it. 
The primary difference between a team and an organization is that the team members are in close proximity, while organization members may never even meet. The primary difference between a team and a community is purposefulness. A team exists to do something, while the community exists to be something. Because the proximity between team members is not for the purpose of peace and harmony, but to achieve advantage, team membership is defined by active contribution made to the team's effectiveness, not passive conformance to its rules and mores. Unlike the member of a community, the member of a team must do something rather than just be something to enjoy good standing. Finally, dynamic teams are the heart of healthy communities and effective organizations. A healthy community is embedded with teams that form to serve and enhance the peace and harmony of its members. Unfortunately, dynamic teams are the product of strong community and organizational leadership, which encourages their formation and rewards their efforts through well-aligned incentives. Whether a leader is concerned with the health of his community, the effectiveness of his organization, or the dynamicism of his teams, or all three, the QSource provides a framework for him to more skillfully influence a movement to advantage, which is the heart of leadership. With that as an overview, here's the substantive portion of a classic episode of the 43 Feet Podcast with Dread and Dark Helmet talking about group. And, and we're, we're back. back. <laughs> All right. It was awesome. You're listening to 43 Feet, a podcast about leadership. We believe that real leading happens out front, but that means you're probably building the next 43 feet of good road for those behind you while you're running the race yourself. My name is Frank Schwartz, known in the gloom of the early morning as Dark Helmet to my F3 brothers, and I'm joined each week by Dave Redding, or Dread, one of the co-founders of F3 Nation. We're going to answer your questions, pontificate wildly, teach leadership, and otherwise attempt to help you navigate the next 43 feet. And, and as you know, it talks about in the Q source to tell you the different kinds of groups, right? Um, and and just to kind of uh, review those quickly, right? You've right. got a, a community, right? You right? do. Uh, you've got a uh, an organization that is so, right? And there's a third one, right? That's team, 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 right? Right. And we got to get to the team. So here you are in the presence of community, right? In the bagel shop, right? That that's community, right? Um, These are people that are proximate to one another. With no particular them. mission. Yeah. True, not. true. That's community. Yeah. I so. think of my little bagel people uh, <laughs> as a community. <laughs> no, no. I mean, I spend a lot of time talking to these people. Yeah. No, I know. Not only the staff. That's but why I find it just vexing. It just, I mean, perplexing, I guess is a better word. Like, that, like <laughs> how many years have you been doing this, you know? And how many times have you come in there? And how often do you, you know what I mean? Like, well, this is the way I looked gonna, at both of those situations. Yeah. Number one, I don't know what kind of pressure Anthony's under. Well, that's a fair point. I mean, I don't know how much trouble he has keeping staff in line and all that stuff. Right. If I'm making it harder for him, you know, maybe I could. Right. Uh, that's not being the bacon. Uh, and this lady, I, I don't know if she didn't wake up with rheumatoid arthritis this morning. If yeah. she didn't have a blinding headache, if. Who knows? I remind her of her ex-husband. I, I don't know. You know, I mean, if I don't know these things about them, what's the point of me getting mad about it, quite frankly? Well, it's a, you know, it comes back to that. And then I think, really, again, this plays into that the whole idea of group because you're talking about something 
that uh, moves you from self-focused to right. other-focused. Right. And right. To, from a singleton to somebody who's in yeah. combination, With, which is our definition of, of a group, which is yeah. just people who voluntarily combine, two or more people who combine voluntarily. You know, and the way it breaks out uh, in those three branches of community organization and team are based on proximity and mission. So for a community, you're in proximity. Yes. So the community of Old Foxcroft, in which I dwell, yes. uh, my neighborhood, we do that voluntarily. Farming community of Coswell. A small farming co- community of Coswell. We voluntarily live uh, close to one another. There is no mission. Right. Uh, and there's no requirements of the people who live in that community other than to generally follow the rules that are written down, the yeah, statutes, ordinances. an HOA thing, yeah, keep your lawn trimmed. Uh, and the unwritten rules, the mores of the neighborhood. So no, as long as you do. Like don't get your mail with the towel on uh, or whatever it might be. Probably in my neighborhood, it's don't play loud music after a mm. certain point. Yeah. Don't uh, blow your leaves, you know, at 9 o'clock on a Sunday night. Right. These don't, are not things don't that are. Don't not blow your leaves at all. <laughs> at all. <laughs> right. Yeah. So not even necessarily specifically written, but generally understood. Generally understood. You know, amongst the group. That's right. Okay. And it's a pretty low bar, right? Right. I mean, you could be a Boo Radley, never come out of the house, sure. and still satisfy the requirements of community. Doesn't doesn't take much. Right. It's about it's primarily about proximity. Yeah, yeah, which makes so, sense. So organization uh, is the inverse in the sense that there is no requirement for for organization As, so, in terms of proximity. Yeah. So yeah. the the members of the organization of the church formerly known as the Mormon Church, they are not in proximity, right? They're not because you are here. Right. Salt Lake is and way over there. Your stake is here. Yeah. And Provo is thousands of miles away, 2,000 miles away. Give or take. Yeah. You're not in proximity with them, yet you're a part of the same organization. Yes. But you have the same mission. Very much so. Uh, which is whatever the mission of the church formerly known as the Mormon Church po- is. <laughs> I don't know. Do you know it takes you almost as much time to say that what's frustrating. as it does? To- I'm just going to say AKA Mormon. It's, so the, it's the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, uh, uh, and you say it however you want. <laughs> Sleep there for a second. So, I'll keep working on it. We'll keep get working there. On. It's fine. So the, yes. that, that organization has one mission yes. to which you subscribe as a member uh, in your stake in Fort Mill, and a member in stake in, in Provo, Utah is of, also following that mission, yes. or Bakersfield, California, or whatever. Wherever. But you may never be in proximity with those guys. Most likely won't. Most likely won't. That's yeah. an organization. Community, proximity, no mu- mission. Organization, no, no proximity, proximity requirement. Mission. So mission. that's why, as we say in the synthesis, there's really no such thing as a community organizer. Yeah, which I, I love that. It doesn't really make any sense. Well, it, Communities yeah. don't require organization, and organizations don't, don't require, require community. community. Right. So, yeah, according to the operational definitions laid forth in the Q source. That makes sense. That makes sense. Although both communities and organizations are in dire need of leadership, hence the need for virtuous need leadership. For virtuous leadership, hence the Q source. Which is why I got wrote a book. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. So that's the idea. Now that third group combines the essence of the community of proximity. Yes. Right. That's the as team. As well as. As well as the missionality of an organization. So a team is both proximate and missional. Mm-hmm. That's that's why it's different. Communities need to be served by teams, as do organizations. Yes. To be effective. And so even, and so, you know, if we sort of turn this and say, hey, uh, so the people that live around you in your community, but you're part of F3, which is an organization, right. because here we are spread out across the entire world, you know. Ish. Ish. <laughs> I don't know. I heard Funny Bones. They got a London ah, guy. What do you want from me? Right? 
and uh, and but we're all driving toward the same mission. Right, right. But within that, then within the organization, now teams can can they function outside of organizations or they? Yeah, but own? they don't really uh, have all that need to do so. I mean, so because for the instance, point of the team is what uh, the point of the team is to serve organizations and community. So my community of Old Foxcroft or Greater Cotswold Country Village, as we call it is a community, mm-hmm. but within it, and I used to be the vice president of it, there was an HOA, mm-hmm. which is a team serving the community. Mm-hmm. Now, that's what, that's what its point was. You wouldn't have an HOA of nothing. Right. <laughs> it wouldn't make it. You know, it wouldn't make any sense. Right? I mean, <laughs> that's right. We formed this team. Good. Right. What do you serve? Nobody. Now, ideally, we believe from an organizational standpoint, that the best kind of organization is one that's really formed by a, a network or web of teams acting in concert towards a common mission. Break that down for me. Well, uh, maybe an example of that might be the NFL. Okay. NFL is comprised of teams. Uh, you have the, each team, obviously. Then you have the management teams, the leadership teams, and all those things. Mm-hmm. And that would be an example of an organization that's not a pyramid of sorts. It's really a network of teams. And I'm not a great admirer of the leadership in, in the NFL, at least not at the top level. Mm-hmm. But I am an admirer of leadership on the individual teams. I think it's very strong. In fact, you're really better off in an organization that has strong team leaders, even if it's greater governance, doesn't mm-hmm. have strong leadership. Mm-hmm. As long as it's set up like a starfish so that power and authorities devolve down to the team level. Which, in a way, that the NFL is. Which, in to a great extent, you're yeah. right about that. Yeah, because those 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 team leaders, those mm-hmm. coaches, have a great deal of autonomy to run their team however right. they see fit. Right. Uh, you know, within the guidelines of the sure whatever within certain but, parameters. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, <clears throat> how do we then? So, so I have two questions. One is how do we use this principle to make our F three experience better, right? And then the second would be how do we translate that into our our daily lives in terms of uh, mammon and well, really all of Concentrica, I okay. guess in a way. Well, that's, that's a that's a. Those are two separate questions. I'm going to take yes, the, they are take the second questions. one first. Okay. All right. So if you take this idea of a team, um, and you look at the most elemental combination that most men are involved in, mm-hmm. it's going to be your your family. So, what what in your opinion is the family? Is it, a, is it a community, a team, or an organization? I mean, I suppose it depends somewhat on how, you know, what, what is the nature of that family and, and what's going so on. You and your, so for you me, and your children. I say for me and my kids, excuse me, I look at us and uh, I would say that we are a team because we are proximate and we are missional. We have a very, you know, in fact, we talk about it on a weekly basis pretty much, you know, with the kids. You know, we have a family night on Monday night and we review Schwartz family mission, you know, and those kids kind of know the kind of people we expect them to be and the kinds of things we expect them to do. And, you know, and, and they also have expectations of us and we, you know, we work through that and we have very specific, you know, goals that we've set together as a family. I think that's well put. Let me ask you a couple of questions. Please. Uh, did your children voluntarily combine into that team? Ooh. That's a... Uh... That's a good question. You know what? I, I mean, I, no, not really. I mean, just born in a global sense. Yeah, it's right. kind of they're born where they were born. Let me ask you another question. 
if and they don't even really voluntarily stay. <laughs> one of your, if one of your children should f- be incapable of performing a team mm. mission, are you going to black tie the child? <laughs> oh man, as tempting as it may be, of course not. Okay, of course not. So does that change your answer as to what uh, form? Yeah, of no, that's group a really yes. I suppose it so does. So what is your family? So I guess in that sense, I mean, oh, your family's kind of, it's, it's a weird hybrid of a lot of things. Yeah, from my perspective, it's a straight community. You think so? Yeah. Yeah. But, but, but we have... I'm not saying there aren't different degrees of expectations of meeting rules and mores. No, no, I'm saying... Uh, that but, are that. But are, I feel like we have a mission as a family. No, I don't... I, I think a community can have a mission. Okay. All I'm saying is if all people don't participate in it, people who choose not to right. are then not going really to be ejected. Yeah. Okay. Right? All right. So your family's you, a community. I yeah. know. I'm, I can be, I'm right. persuaded. I mean, you could have a kid who's going to say, look, I mean, if, I have three daughters. If one of them, right. and I like to think of us as, as missional as well in a sense, but if one of them said, Dad, I'm out and out, I'm going to respect you and do everything, but I'm not going to partake in it. In fact, I, um, I don't, no, I don't agree with the direction yeah. that I, I, will, I will not fight anything right but i'm not uh, going to participate but i'm not going to participate in all no, that. that's a fair point yeah it's not yeah, i'm not going to black tower no of course yeah. not the pro- the proximity level of the team is important so your family is a v- in or the, or the group rather your family is a very proximate yes community yes so there's more rules and more ro- mores that have to be adhered to sure oh yeah okay yeah. your the street you live on less proximate Right. The community you live in, meaning the Even Baxter Village, yeah. is less so. The town you live, the county, right. these are all communities. Right. By the time you get to, you know, the nation, uh, yeah, I mean, whatever. there's so little proximity that, you know, it really ceases to exist at some point. Oh yeah, really, and th- and that I'll tell you that drops off pretty quick. At, at some, you point get a couple streets over, and I don't really give. But a, a quick F three caveat. Yes. To no extent is a community ever delineated by anything but geography okay so the fact that my family lives in the same house is very very important that's a community but i am not in community with the governor of north carolina despite the fact that right. just they, like him both. i'm a white-skinned middle-aged lawyer right who lives in north carolina i don't know the guy i've never met him my parents don't know him my parents, my children don't know him. My parents don't know him either. Uh, right. he, I am not in community with the guy, despite the fact that we share what I would consider to be immutable characteristics. Yes. Community is simply geographical. Right. Now, that's countercultural because the culture would say, well, there's a community of right. you know, African-Americans. There's a community of bird watchers or whatever. Yeah, whatever you know, it is. Whatever. That, it's not so from F3 standpoint. It could be... You could share immutable characteristics, and perhaps well, yeah, like you, you said, the, share some viewpoints with a Mormon who lives in Bakersfield, California. Right, but you're not in community because we're not proximate. Because you're not proximate. Yeah. So the, the Venn diagrams, as we talk, you know, like sure. there's some overlap, but right. that That's but right. they're not the same. And this would be dovetail like last week's discussion about language. Right, the word community has been denatured completely in this mm. sense. In this sense, to a great degree. Okay. Not as completely as the word gentleman, right? <laughs> okay. So yes. it's 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 under pressure, mm-hmm. and I would say 
one good reason to fight for the word community, the true meaning of it is, is because if you dilute it like that, then the true meaning, it has no meaning and there's no real meaning to the idea of community. Mm-hmm. Then you're not, because you, you do bear some responsibility to the other members in your community to, to help provide a place where people can feel as safe as they need to. That's really what community does, right? I mean, right, because as you you know, as it talks about the keys, I mean, we are group forming animals. We're group forming animals. We know that that keeps right. us safe. We know that that's adaptive, and so we do it. I live in a fairly tight suburban, almost urban community by choice. Right. If I wanted to live out in the country by myself, I could. Sure. But it works best for me to live in close proximity with other people. Right. So I do, and that means there's a different set of rules and mores. It have to be adhered to. If I lived in a, a in an apartment complex mm, and we're yeah. sharing common space, it'd even be more. Right. Yeah. Rules, Some, right? You're sharing walls That's in, right. in certain cases. Yeah. That's right. Very much so. Right. Now, getting back to family. Yes. Within the family, is there a, a within the community of family, is there a team? I'm starting to think I don't know how to answer this question. <laughs> <laughs> I think there is. And that's the, that's your wife. You and your wife are actually well, a team. Okay, because we did choose. You did choose. To be in, in community with one and? another. And we have a mission, yes. clearly, together. Right. And we are uber proximate. So, okay. All right. And maybe most importantly, if you decide to no longer perform that mission. Oh, yeah. Your wife. It's over. It, yeah. it should be. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it should Which be. May, well, and we see where it's not, and but it's clearly not an effective sure. situation by right. any means. So. I mean, I, I think of the mission of my marriage is to provide a safe, secure place for our children right. to grow up into, to hopefully be good human beings who share our values. Right. That's a rough way I would describe yeah. the mission. At a high level. At a high level. Yeah. Which would be, I think, similar to most families' mission, you know, with the bells and whistles of what their right. particular faith well, the how is right. different, yeah, but, yeah, right. but yeah. Now, if I came home one night and said to my wife, you know, honey, I wish to continue to dwell within this dwelling, but right. I no longer wish to partake in the active protection and provision of a secure place for our children to be raised in. I, why would she... I would say, chances are good she's going to say, this black is not a dwelling you want to go. Yeah, black yeah, you're going to get black yeah. yeah, But I do see that, right? We see that in guys' lives where, I mean, they don't, some sure. people, they don't even share bedrooms. Right. You know, I sleep down the hall. And we're just sort of this parallel existence. That's right. You know. So that really, you've lost proximity. There. Right. Then you're just back to community. That's community. Right. That's right. So there's your difference between a a an organization, a community, and a team. Again, teams at its most elemental, mm-hmm. the team of the husband and wife exists to serve the community first, the community of children. Yeah. That's what I was gonna say. That's what right. I really like about this. It makes That's sense. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because you know that small team serves that That's small right. community. Right. And then Which know, is no, why no, no. you share leadership with your wife because <sighs> you're a team, but not necessarily with your children because right. that's a community. Because they're a community. Boys, I hope you're listening to this. I mean I hope you're listening really closely because this is about as It's a little countercultural, right? Uh, sure. But if that doesn't ring true in your heart, man, I'm gonna right. say rewind and <laughs> and listen again and again because that is that is truth happening right there. There's a lot in this particular synthesis yeah. of group. In fact, I think it might be one of the longest. Oh, so this is one of the longer sections of, longer of the whole q so. yeah. And, you know, we don't have time to, to go through it exhaustively. That's not what we I do I wish anyway. we did. I wish we did. But we did But, you know, uh, just on a side note, that's not really the point of the 43, Darkest. That's, that's a very good point. Um, the point of the 43 is to spread culture. Yeah. And uh, the, for those who don't know, the, I, this idea was born 
the, the <laughs> night of the Toledo Glow Rock when uh, Darkest and myself and Gecko from Puget Sound discovered that we had uh, senses of humor that were very exactly how funny we really are to each other. That's, anyway, we yeah. thought, man, if we just tape this, you know. So that was the idea. So what we have is forty three minutes. The first half of which is roughly. Right. What well, we, we consider to be that. culture yeah. spreading. Yeah, right. those are your featurettes. Fun, right? interesting things right. from around and the way, nation. And way, hopefully, that we can better tighten the web yep. of F3. Now, the last half-ish or so should be generally— uh, We try and make it as substantive, substantive. as— yeah. But in a sense, right now, we're, we're walking through the Q source. But Which is an important piece of F3 culture. Sure. But after that, we'll just do other stuff. So it's not oh, always yeah. going to be the same. But yeah, I want to make Q-source. sure that nobody out there is thinking— you know, are these guys supposed to be delivering 43 minutes of, of Q-Source? That's really not what the Q-Source is designed to do, by the way. That's Q-Source is designed to do. to do to give you something to use as a basis for your group. Mm-hmm. So you can read the synthesis that's written there and and work from all of it, some of it, or none of it at all. Right. I mean, you know, I think the this week's synthesis for group uh, uses the movie Castaway mm-hmm. as does. an example of mm-hmm. the importance of group. You may not think that's – in your group, you may not think – nobody's seen the movie. Right. And now you what? may not be impressed by that. Right. Last week, one for the cuckoo's nest may not mean anything to you. Sure. Right? Uh, I guess two weeks ago, right? So, you know, that, but that's the point. If it works for you, great. If it gives you an idea, you say, well, look, I like this movie, but this one's better. Fine. Do that. But what we're trying to do here at 43 is to take some of the things we've learned, because we get around a lot, we talk to a lot of mm-hmm. people, and cross-fertilize that right. across the nation as best we can. It's part of our overall cultural effort, which includes the... Uh, you know, the uh, mustard seed. Right, everything from the troubadours, troubadours to the seed, everything. Everything we could possibly do to, to, to do that and our social media presence. And that's that's who we are. So if guys are looking for more substance, maybe we might need another podcast or something. But <laughs> <Right>. that's... <laughs> or here's a fun idea. And I'm not trying to be sarcastic when I say it, but like, you want more substance. I think you should get it. And I think you should have a Q-source group in your area and get all sure. the substance you can. Right. right? And uh, I was... You, you know, don't need me to tell you. I was mentioning this to a guy the other day, and he pointed out something I thought I guess I knew, which is you can fast forward right through all this stuff. Well, that's a good point. Put on triple speed or yeah, whatever. right. <laughs> Get to whatever you want to listen to. <laughs> right. But um, anyway, we, can, we, we greatly appreciate the feedback. Absolutely. Uh, hope that it continues. And our, all we're really trying to do is give you a view of life and how to live it. Doing our best. Frank. Yes, sir. You got a face for radio, bro. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to agree with you this week. <laughs> Thanks for listening to 43 Feet, a leadership podcast. If you have questions about leadership, F3, or anything else, write us at questions at 43feetpodcast.com. Tweet us at 43feetpodcast or send a carrier pigeon to 43 Feet, 1415 South Church Street, Suite B, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28203. Until next time, we'll be here in the unknown, the uncomfortable, the difficult, the 43 Feet out front. No.